everyone, to another episode of the Adeptus Ridiculous Podcast. My name is DK Diamantes, his name is Bricky, and oh boy, Warhammer 40k lore. What sort of insidious horrible thing are we going to learn about today. But before we do, if you enjoy today's episode, head on over to patreon.com slash adeptusridiculous and consider supporting the podcast. You get access to our Discord, bloopers if they happen. At the $15 tier, you get all the HD posters you can shake a stick at. And oh, by the way, Bricky, there's a new poster today. And are you ready? Too smug. I'm going to be upset. I don't think you are. No? No, I don't think you're going to be upset. It's it, it, show him shy. Show show him the poster. Show him show him what we've got. Oh, sh- that's baller. I know. Wait, I that know. looks awesome. It's so great. There's nothing cursed about it. It it's 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 so cool. I am I am buying this. This is going right up on the wall. Okay, all right. All right. Shy's got a uh, Shy's got an interesting quote. Here's our new Inquisitor poster. Before you ask, no, it's not a femboy, nor is it a tomboy. If you're so interested in what's in their pants, I can tell you it's a bolt pistol about to be pointed at you, you filthy heretic. Hey, let's that's, go. That's I, I love some, I like I love some I like non-binary that. representation. That's great. Yeah. It's Hell a, yeah. It's a badass poster. It looks God. great. The lighting, the window, they, they look like a very intimidating Inquisitor that is going to find your secrets and send you to a prison somewhere. Okay, I gotta say this. You know what You know what the background really reminds me of? What's it that? reminds me of your apartment in the Citadel DLC in Mass Effect 3. With the big oh, neon sign outside yeah, your window. Yeah, because it, right, right. Fair enough. Kind of gives in that vibe. Spe- speaking of, I guess you could grab this at the merch site at orchidate.com. Yeah. A link in the description. You want to take this? You want to put it on your wall? You want everyone to see? And by everyone, I mean just like just your room, I guess. Mm. Go mm-hmm. to the go to orchidate.com. Grab yourself some cool merch. Also, you can hang it of, on your front wall and everybody could see it. On your, your front, front wall? Front door. As opposed to your back wall? Door. Meant front door. Well, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, there's a front wall. I have a front wall on my house, and I have a back wall on my house, okay? You could. You could. Be weird. DK, you do know we can hear, like, the, your cat in the background, like, a lot, right? <sighs> yes, I know, but she's just so needy lately, and I can't help it. It's fine. She's just, so needy. <laughs> she's just... I'm just, I'm just very... I'm just making just sure you're aware. Baby. I'm just making sure you're aware of I, the fact I that am, it can be heard. I am... I am... I am... I am painfully aware, yes. Okay. Okay. I, I wasn't sure if you just didn't know if the mic picked no, it up No, I knew. I knew. I knew. Okay. You know, total side note, uh, this actually is a really great time to have this poster because the book club is also going to be the first uh, book of Eisenhorn. Xenos. Oh, that is perfect timing. Hey, hey. Segway. I, sh- I bet I, I would imagine she actually planned it that way because you know she's not stupid. I, uh, I'm eh. assuming that this poster came like the idea was before we. Or, yeah, whatever. Eh, not important. Eh. Anyway, DK, are you ready for your quote? <sighs> I'm really not. I. Uh, um, just... Well, lucky you. You don't have a quote. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Just kidding, I lied. Ah, uh, you bitch! Just kidding, I lied again. There actually is no quote. Are, are you H- Hydra Dominatus? Are you strapped for time? Is, is this a bit? Hydra Dominatus, my guy? 
<laughs> are we are we do are we actually doing an Alpha Legion episode? Is this what's happening? We're just we're just d- doing deception all day long. Just you need well, to strap well, an I extra think... ten minutes onto the episode by debating me into thinking we do or do not have a quote. I actually do think that we do. I think actually Alpha Legion are involved in this. Yes, but um, no, this is not an Alpha Legion episode. I'm not telling you what this episode is about. I think. That this, as I was researching and and reading about this, it was fascinating to me, and it is a very enjoyable story. And I think I'm just going to tell you the story. Okay, let's do it. All right. So, out in the dark, the deep, dark areas of Imperial space, there is a world with a cardinal. Cardinal is like your high missionary top dog kind of guy, you know? Okay. Um, I, I wouldn't say it's quite like a saint. You know, you haven't like read sainthood, but like, you know, you're, you're the, the cardinal. And that makes you a, a very important religious figure. Mm-hmm. Um, this cardinal was named Cardinal Astral Borgia, and they have just recently passed away. They lived to a ripe old age of 400 Thanks to the the greatness of their personal Adeptus Mechanicus Biologus. And Um, they were a loved, loved preacher and orator uh, order for the Imperium and its worlds in this sector. But they have finally died of old age and they now have a replacement. His name is Cardinal Zaphon, which Uh, is going to be a little difficult to, to go with because we had a Zaphon in the Master yeah, of Mankind book. we did, we did. I, I was going to say already with the, it's like, oh yeah, we, we had a Cardinal that we really loved. Oh, they were so great. They lived to the ripe old age of 400 and they are going to be replaced by Zaphon. And it's like, it's just, it reeks of, oh boy, he is going to commit war crimes on high. Well... I'm not going to spoil it for you, so we'll continue. (laughs) War crimes incoming. Well, this is a 40K story. There will be war crimes. Whether it's from him, we don't know. That's true. That's true. That's true. So, Cardinal Zaphon was a strong protege from Borgia. Really rose through the ranks quite quickly. And with their new leadership position, uh, he was now just, you know, he's like the new pope, basically. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so with this position, he decided he was going to do a pilgrimage to the worlds under his domain. And so that he could see all of the billions of people that was under his, you know, overall influence and, and really kind of like put a pulse to the average imperial citizen. Okay. Now, this tour would take five years to complete. It, it would have oh. an, a huge entourage of thousands of preachers deacons servants menials and he even had his own personal adeptus sororitas bodyguard uh, of from of course he did from the order of the argent shroud pick unrelated i was gonna say uh, were were his adeptus sororitas bodyguards barefoot too and that was that something he also enjoyed mr cardinal guy is that mm? <laughs> This is not Doge Van Dyer, however, <laughs> is this is this is simply another high power religious figure. All right, that needs his sister bodyguards. Well, okay. I, I mean that's that's their job, you know. Sisters often do that. Okay, okay, hey. Yeah. 
Right. So, hey, so anyway, in the next few months, <laughs> his trips to the other worlds like stirred this fanatical devotion, right? Because this this was like, you know, the Pope is coming to your city, you know, basically. But we're talking the Pope of billions of people. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a big and, deal. And for a lot of these people, they have like that whole divine right to rule where like the God Emperor put him in this position. You know, it's like that's yeah. kind of how the imperial people see it. Just like normal you know, like, religion, right? Yeah, well, with, pretty with much. Like, like the Pope. They're like, oh, God put you in that position. It's You're his chosen emissary. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. No, pretty classic divine right to rule. Like, mm-hmm. you know, 40K apes real life for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so as he went through here, the he actually started getting these little cults that would attach to his entourage. Uh, as they deemed his pilgrimage a holy crusade to rid the sector of heresy and purge the impure. Um, in fact, on one world, thousands gathered simply to get a glimpse at him, to the point where riots started happening, and the Sisters of Battle and oh. Adeptus Arbides uh, fought to restore order, which ended up killing scores of people. Because eventually you got too close and it's like, I will open fire with my bolter if you get closer. And then uh, and they got closer. Bah, 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 bah. Oh, boy. That's uh, OK. OK. So it seems like but, a terrible waste of life to just, oh, I got to get closer to the Pope. And yeah. Hey, you know, when, you know, if you to lay eyes upon someone appointed directly by the God Emperor himself, allegedly. Yeah. Hey, you know, people. <laughs> This is the Imperium, remember? (laughs) That's true. That's true. But hundreds of citizens pledged themselves to his service. And soon his entourage grew into, like, practically the size of a small army. And this was, in his mind, was starting to realize, like, wow, I'm seeing, like, like, real power that comes with this rank, with this rank of Cardinal. Like, the, the fervor of these people, the devotion they have, uh-huh. this is something I could do real good with. Uh, like, oh, I oh, could... Oh. oh, yeah, real good with. Oh, he want, so he wants to do good things. I thought as soon as you said, oh, he's seeing how much power, he's like, ooh, I can do greedy, awful things. I'm shocked There is that there is a person in power in 40K that's like, hey, let's do some good. Well, yeah, he, he, I mean, you know, good means to cleanse the world of heretics and stuff, yeah, but, sure. you know, like, air quotes, good. good, but yeah, he's not actually looking to make life worse for everybody. He's at least got the Imperium's, uh, you know, best interest at heart, which is better than, you know, Tosh Van Dyer. Yeah, well, he, he was just a, a greedy, a greedy, uh, uh mm-hmm. what's it, narcissistic sycophant or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, along with his entourage of people was another gentleman that rose through the ranks quite quickly to become a deacon. And this was Deacon Maman or Mammon, M-A-M-O-N. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maman, Deacon Maman, whatever. Uh, Deacon Maman. <laughs> deacon Maman, um, is one of the, uh, his new entourage that has risen through the ranks a lot. And they both kind of agreed on this idea of a more personal use of this devoted army they kind of have because in their minds they say the imperium does not need another faceless bureaucrat to lead it (laughs) against actual real dangers 
real threats. His job as a cardinal would basically be there to make people happy and stir and stir, you know, stir people. Be like, oh, the, the god emperor is like, no, no, no. I have actual devoted followers to the point where I have like a small force. I can actually use this to deal with the Imperium's enemies. I can create a war of faith to cleanse the sector. Wow. All right. Okay. Cool. Cool. I. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of that's a lot of power for for pseudo cardinal to have. Hey, billions of people. Yeah, I mean, he, sure, he speaks for the emperor, right? He was he was he was anointed by the god emperor himself. So, I mean, I I guess it makes sense. Sure. So with this, they decide that they. Well, they wanted to do this dumb. They would need to be a bit cautious, bit, bit quiet about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, rival factions in the area would definitely try to steal his power. And also, this bordered really close on violating the decree passive, which was the special decree that was made after Doge Van Dyer to not allow a political ah. figure to have men under arms. Yeah. I I am yeah. I imagine after after what old Goge did there would be a few limitations like that put in place. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's the whole point of the sisters is that you can't have men under arms. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of stupid, but you know, it's whatever. Yeah, I, well, I, that's that's crazy because wasn't it? Weren't the sisters a big part of the whole Goge Van Dyer thing? Uh oh, yeah, they were a huge part of it, but it's so more the idea would... that. <laughs> Listen, it's a it's a stupid loophole to allow uh, you it is. to have okay. the thing. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. As long as we're all on the same page. Okay. The Continue, the, the point the the point is that these are the sisters are taken from the school of Progenium, trained excessively hard, faith in the emperor, but are also known to seek out heresy in any way, shape, or form. So, okay. you know, many a time. Remember what happened when when someone went too far with their power they had a, a certain sister cut his head off mm, yeah they sure did they sure so, did got ahead anywho uh the dunch. um mm. anywho uh this also would bring in other possible people to to learn about their little war the ordo hereticus would most likely not take too kindly to this um <laughs> people have been subjected to unimaginable pain by the inquisition for a lot less uh, yeah. So they needed a world to run their war from, their holy crusade. And the deacon Maman suggested a world known as Vrax Prime. V R A K S. This was ridiculously familiar. I couldn't imagine that. Anyway, it's an armory oh. world. <laughs> It's, a, it's an armory world uh, <laughs> okay. full of weapons and equipment in abundance, as well as home to the shrine of St. Leonis the Blind, the holiest figure in the region. Okay. Um, it's kind of a shithead world. It's a <laughs> drab, sandy, and awful. Okay. okay. Um, I mean, that's kind of how it looks from the picture I posted of it. It looks like it would be sort of barren desert wastelands, and yeah. But... It has 8 million, only 8 million, um, souls on there that are entirely dedicated to the mass production of armaments. Good old uh, militarum tanks, weapons, siege weapons, etc., etc. 
And so it's a pretty big resupply planet, despite not a ton of people on it. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, because, you know, it's an armory world. It's, yeah, it's that's, what they, to, that's what they do. It's, it's <laughs> Yeah. Um, so the, uh, the idea, well, the statement that the Cardinal Zaphon himself would visit Vrax Prime stirred the local population into a frenzy, like bringing pilgrims to the planet across the wastelands all to mm-hmm. see him. And the Deacon Maman had the idea to really stir up the populace. So he chose like his outfit as he stepped out of the drop ship guarded by his sororitas honor guard. He walked down the ramp with silks of and rosaries and bro- covered in jewels and holy relics and specifically a golden refractor field energy field that made him literally shine with golden lights. All right. All right, that seems a little a little self-centered, a little maybe a little egotistical, but I mean, again, he is the emissary of the god emperor. I suppose that does afford you some luxuries. Uh, but okay, sure. Sure. Plus, all right. Plus, it was also a way to stir the population, to have them believe like, yes, the emperor's light truly shone through this man. Because this entire population has seen nothing but metal and, and dirt for, like, their whole lives. And they're seeing this oh. guy with, like, more money than their planet in his robes alone. <laughs> yeah. Golding, like, or, or uh, glowing gold. Yeah, that refractor field probably costs more than anything they've seen in their entire life. And it probably yeah. is the most dazzling thing they've seen in their entire life, too. Because, you know, desert wasteland, you're just working on metal all day. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, one would assume that it uh, is also for safety. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, a little bit, yeah. 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 So, the next, once they arrived, they opened up these boxes and just a flittering cacophony of servo skulls flew across the, uh, the, the city. And he gave a rousing three-hour speech. Ooh. Preaching the good word the people had done, their devotion to the Emperor, and how they were the true heroes of the Imperium. Not the Astartes, not the Militarum, because oh. without them, where would their precious weapons be? All right. We are... Uh, isn't That's bordering on heresy right there, isn't it? That's... Mm, eh, rousing I, speech about, like, hey, yeah, how's like, the Astartes? Ah, the Astartes? No, it's you, Pete. Like, isn't, isn't slandering the Space Marines probably not the most... Mm, intelligent thing you can do. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's power to the working class. It's like yeah. a Space Marines bolter sure. will never be fired without you guys. You guys are great. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he, so he's, he's not he's, like ah, Space Marines are useless. He's just like oh, they can't do what they do without you, wonderful people. Exactly. It, okay. It's it's more it's more lifting them up than bringing them the other. Got ones you. Down. I I thought he was literally just like shit talking space marines. I was like, buddy, buddy, buddy. That's <laughs> maybe not the maybe not the 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 dog you want to poke. A, a drop pod literally lands on his head. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and those stupid space slam, and it just like turns into a mist. <laughs> yeah. Space marines walk out. This is the planet where we are trying to resupply. What what is this? What is this? Mist? Space marines don't even. Don't even walk out. They they open one of the flaps and they peek out and they're like, 
We got him. Closes yeah. it back up and flies away. Flies off. <laughs> anyway, he ended his speech with a dark warning. He, he ended it with a much harsher message that the enemy of the Imperium is close. Extremely close. One that would bring war to Vrax on an unimaginable scale. And soon they would need to bear arms for their family and for their planet. And then he immediately left and held himself away in the, his new palace. Wow, that is ominous. Uh, if I'm listening to this speech, I'm like, uh, yeah, when's the next transport off world? Um, oh, oh, no, 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 no. You, you're the, the savior of the Imperium, you random dock worker guy. You're <laughs> right now. You're maybe a, you're panicking most likely, but you're probably also preparing. You're arming yourself. You're getting as much toilet paper from Costco as you can. I am most certain. Maybe, maybe a normal person would. Maybe the normal person. Not me, though. I am a coward. I am getting off world ASAP. Well, yes. Wait, wait, wait. How? How, how can you afford that? I don't know. I'll figure it out. Oh, yeah? You, you know how expensive it is to get off world? I'll just steal one of those relics off the Pope. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. You're gonna, you're gonna. I, I can't wait for the canoness to put a power fist into your face. <laughs> I'll be real sneaky about it. I'll be real sneaky about it. Don't worry. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll. I'm playing a lot of Baldur's Gate. Through. I'll, I'll roll on a stealth check and I'll be fine. Don't worry about it. If you get snake eyes and catch a chainsword, <laughs> that could anyway, happen. I could roll critical fail. And just you took a bolter right to the nose. You're dead. Anyway, so uh, Deacon Maman helped him establish his new inner circle, the Disciples of Zaphim, the closest allies of the Cardinal's militia as the citizens outside scrambled in fear. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. it didn't, didn't start easy. Uh, the Sororitas bodyguard did not join. Uh, their canoness oh. expressed suspicions of their actions and accused them of seditious actions and bordering on blasphemy and rescinded her honor guard. Oh. Um, the loyal forces of the Adeptus Arbides also left and resided in their precinct instead on Vrax, as they did not wish to be a part of any of this inner circle workings of Zaphin and Maman. Oh, so he's lost, uh, he's lost a lot then. He's lost some important figures. Yeah, um, he's lost the his sisters and the Arbides? Mm-hmm. That's that's not good for you, Zaphon. That's bad. That's and you his, don't uh, want that. No, and his confidence wanes. His confidence <laughs> wanes <bet>. heavily. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I have but, lost my most important allies. Boy, I'm sure doing a good job here. <laughs> All right. But after five long days of deliberation, once again, Deacon Maman reminded him that his cause was just. And what they would need to do is find a way to convince the people of Vrax that they believed in his role, his power, and arm themselves. The time to come up and arm and defend themselves. And they just had to wait for the enemy to make their first move. And okay. Exactly what had happened, what you thought would happen had indeed happened. 
the sister superior had uh, had shown immense fear about what is currently happening in the violation of the decree passive and sent word out to the Ordo Hereticus about this. Um. And they dispatched a Vindicare assassin to take out Cardinal uh, Astral Zaphon. Oh boy, that's uh, so Zaphon is gonna die. Yeah, if the Assassinorum puts out a hit on you, I am sorry, you're going to die. So there on a narrow ledge of the tallest tower, this uh, assassin laid there for three days, camouflaged by this stealth suit, waiting for any sign of his target. And on the fourth day, he fired his rifle with a single shot that traversed the the distance between him and the far side of the courtyard, penetrating through a decorative marble barrel, uh, barrel, marble pillar, and hitting the cardinal astral zaphon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that does sound like the, uh, yeah, that sounds like a Vindicare assassin's aim, all right, sure. Yep. And with a flash of golden light, the bullet ricocheted off the relic-mounted refractor field. Saving oh, his right, life. Right, right, right. He has a refract. He has the golden refractor field. Right. Okay. Okay. Now, granted, I was always wondering this because it was a turbo penetrator round. I thought it would actually take him out, but I think maybe the distance combined with breaking through the marble pillar slowed it down enough to where the field could launch it away. Uh, or he may I, yeah, he yes. may need a shield breaker round. I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna say if he had that shield breaker round from Assassinorum that punched through a. High, was it? Was the Titan a high castle? Night Titan? Valiant. Night Valiant. Whatever. Yeah, or it, it, Night Castellan. Yeah. Next. Yeah, yeah. It, it punctured through that thing's uh, void shield. <laughs> like you should have used one of those. You would have gotten right through. Uh, but immediately after it bounced through, two more shots were immediately fired, quickly killing two of Zaphon's disciples, each clean <laughs> through their head. Uh, but. Unable to get to Zaphim, the assassin left their uh, rifle and immediately abandoned their equipment and started running for the the escape area he obviously pre-planned. Oh, wow. All right. The next few moments were a total frenzy. After seeing the failed assassination attempt on Zaphim with the populace riled up that the enemy was at their doorstep, they all started going into a mad panic. The sniper was running his way through constantly. And I mean, like, like, like reading this, like he's putting headshots in everyone. <laughs> he's just running like pop, 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 turn the corner, pop, pop, turn the corner, pop, pop. Well, I mean, we, we read Assassinorum. Like, that's that's a very typical thing for a Vindicare to be able to do. It's not unheard yeah. of. Oh, absolutely. He was blind firing over his shoulder, killing more guards, mm-hmm, sliding mm-hmm. between areas of corridors, looking for alternate escape routes. But eventually he was cornered by a vast amount of uh, of militiamen into mm-hmm. the a stuck inside of a, a single room in which them once the only door exit that was there uh, was blocked, a volume of, of fire riddled into the entire room eventually the, killing the assassin yeah the numbers got him the numbers, numbers got, got him. him i mean yeah I, I keep going back to assassin but the same thing happened to uh our boy in uh 
An assassin arm, well, not exactly, but he did get overwhelmed by numbers until he put his mask on somebody different. But yeah, even 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 an assassin in the Imperium can get overwhelmed by just sheer force of numbers. Especially when, you know, like a bunch of them are, are just spraying bullets into you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. The Man, sniper's sucks. corpse was then taken and paraded through the streets. Oh, uh, boy. <laughs> images of it were linked around the planet. Here was the man who tried yet failed to kill the cardinal. No doubt a, a real fact that the god emperor truly protects this man. Oh, boy. I, I don't think that bodes well for uh, this planet. But, but, says Zaphon's disciples, he was yet a puppet. Simply a puppet of the greater foe. Traitors and heretics had infiltrated the highest level of the Imperium and would now be sending the full measure of their forces against them. Oh and this boy. sparked planet-wide rioting and uprisings. Yeah. yeah, I imagine it would. So nothing good has happened here. This, this, no. seem, this story seems like a, a perfect example of the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And uh, I'd say uh, uh, megalomaniac power trip. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, a little bit of a wee bit of the old megalomania. Sure. And then uh, so Vrax <laughs> armories were then just looted entirely by all of the various angry mobs. Weapons and ammunition in droves were taken. And oh. as expected, the Arbides quickly attempted to reimpose their order. <laughs> moving out their police patrols, getting the masses uh, kept, you know, pushed down. Soon, yeah. though, battles were fought throughout the streets as rioting got to, a, a, like, you know, it was millions of people uh, oh, and were, yeah. were sent back to their precinct while they were waiting for aid. Uh, uh, just for confirmation, the Arbides are the Judge Dredd-looking guys, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, they're like the police force, essentially. Okay. Just make yeah, but they, they the couldn't uh, they couldn't fully restore order, so they had to make their way back to their precinct on Vrax. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, there's at, at this point it, it has gotten to too much of a you know boiling point that there's there's no way that you can bring order back here. The um, aid was obviously requested from the garrison, but under their instructions was denied. Uh, Deacon Maman's instructions was denied, so instead the Battle Sisters will be the one to help heed their call. However, unknown to the deacon, once the uh, sniper had died, it triggered a comms device hidden among the equipment that sent a message to the caness that simply said, kill the heretic. Oh! So... The Canoness and her contingent of battle sisters marched along up, moving to uh, the deacon and his disciples. And yeah. most of the pilgrims and, and people were like, oh, God, the emperor's chosen his bodyguards. Cool. And they were chilling. Uh -huh. They were fine with their arrival. But about 100 meters from the gates, <laughs> things started changing. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Uh, the disciples of Zaphon moved their way to attack the Battle Sisters, infiltrating <laughs> their way through the crowds and rushing to the front lines. Mm -hmm. At this point, many of them just immediately 
were shot down by the Battle Sisters, or yeah. their guns were ricocheted off their power armor, with mm-hmm. the exception of one of them getting a lucky shot across a Battle Sister's head, uh, splattering her armor with blood. And from oh. there, the uh, the Battle Sisters turned on the crowds, and the crowds turned on the sisters. Oh, okay. So we are just full-blown at, at war here. We're just full-blown... Chaos, not chaos, <laughs> air quotes, not imperial. We are chaos. in chaos. We yes. are in chaos. Yes, yes, yes. Everything has just flipped on its head, and we are just everybody shooting everybody. Yep. Every, everyone started clamoring against the Battle Sisters, and hundreds died as, as the Battle Sisters opened fire mass into the crowds as they started rushing at them. And these, these militiamen with just pure hate in their eyes, seeing them as like heretics that have infiltrated even the battle sisters. Yeah, um, it sounds about right. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked that it's only hundreds that died from the battle sisters. You know, you can only, you only have so much ammo. <laughs> That's true. But they have, well, I guess they have, they don't have the same bolters that a uh, space brain has. So there's not as big of an explosion when those things rattle off but still ironically backing them up were the adeptus arbides trying to provide covering fire bolter rounds frag grenades tear gas (laughs) uh the judge judge shotguns all keeping them back and and trying to trying to get the uh sisters back into the precinct Mm -hmm. only half of the battle sisters were able to make it as the others were dragged down and 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 trampled and bludgeoned and stabbed and killed uh, while the other half ripped apart the rest as they ran out of ammo with chain swords and eviscerators. Whew. I so, mean, I, one one thing this is a perfect example of is just like sisters of battle and stuff might all be great, but it's like overwhelming numbers. Even the fiercest warriors just like, nope, you, you've only got so much ammo. You've only got so much, so many people you can shoot at when there is a whole planet of millions of people bum rushing you. There's only so much you can do, even if you're, even if you're a sister of battle. The um, and uh, during this time, after this giant mob as they're making their way back to the precinct, the citadel above had the main gunners on the top, the main top level like gunners from the the um, the towers. And were then told that all of the people in this crowd were heretics and oh. must and then <laughs> and oh, then no. they were ordered to fire onto the square without question. Oh, boy. All right. OK, we uh, we're, we're OK. All right. So for three full, relentless minutes, oh they God. fired into the crowd with oh. giant like. It's like it's like turrets. They're they're like yeah. giant yeah, yeah. Tur- grenade turrets. Mm-hmm. Only Oof. then, when it was when it had uh, stopped, and they were given the order to stop firing, the smoke had cleared, and there was almost nothing left of the mob besides just a wet mess. I was going to say just a tidal wave of gore at that point. Jeez, all of the Arbides were dead. Um, their precinct wow. was now a smoldering grave, and only six battle sisters had survived. Then, out of how many? Out of the rest of them, I, th- I think there was like maybe was like twelve to twenty. Ooh, that is a lot of loss of sisters. Oh my god! And uh, well, the power armor took most of the impacts, sure. but 
Uh, the ones that were that did survive were then grabbed by Zaphon's disciples through uh, through hands and chains and dragged off to who knows what. Oh, I would rather not imagine what they got dragged off to. So with that, ev- the Sisters of Battle had been neutralized. The Arbides were all dead. The entire planet was now under the the brilliant fervor of Cardinal Zaphon. And giving a rousing speech to the faithful mast outside of the Basilica to rise against those who claimed to follow the Emperor but were in fact not. These heretics at the highest level Okay. All right. Okay. So, okay. All right. That's uh we a little bit of the old heresy. All right. Cool. 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 This this so far this sucks. This sucks. This this kind of sucks. Sure. Yeah. This this really gives me um like Argo vibes. The the 80s the Ben Stiller movie. No, I not Ben Stiller. Ben Affleck I, movie. I don't believe I've seen Argo. I have heard I of the- Argo. Yeah, the the Iranian embassy, I think, where they were yeah. killing like Americans. I've seen Fargo. Oh yeah, Argo. don't you oh, know? Yeah. Don't you know? I got to give you a great deal on this here car, eh? I'm sorry, I I, I don't want to oh, keep whichever. going. I'm bad at this. It's okay. Um, it's okay. So so tell me more about uh, yes uh, about uh, the 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 person that rise to power, Zaphon's rise to heretical power. You know, yes. we've never seen an example of this type of power corrupting before, have we? Never. So now, as Shy posted, the Cardinal has fifty thousand disciples of Zaphon, ten thousand of the Vraxian Guard. 500,000 Palantir Defense Force, 1.5 million militia, 1.25 fraternist militia, 1.5 labor corpsmen, a uh, corpsman, and 500,000 armed civilians, not even including the penal colony, the excessively large amount of ogren that are used for labor there, and the unsanctioned uh, locked-up psychers that were meant to be taken by the Sisters of Silence black ships. Whoa, okay. All on a gigantic world that is basically an uh, arms bunker. Okay, I I did not realize just exactly how many troops this guy had. Like, I, I knew the planet had, what, what did you say, like uh, 6 million people on it or something? 8 million, but yeah. 8 million. I did not realize the scope of his forces and how fervent uh, an, an army he had. That's crazy. That is an absolutely nutty amount of of troops to have on a armory world that's built like a bunker. And now I can finally give you my quote. Mm. At my word, the maelstrom shall come and Vrak shall drown in blood. Even the dead shall find no peace. I shall be the herald of the oncoming apocalypse, and the true gods shall know my name. Lord Zaphon, apostate cardinal, arch-heretic, and the despot of Vrax. The episode today is on the Siege of Vrax. Let's go. Title drop. Boom. 
The Siege <laughs> of Vrax. That is a, after everything we learned about Vrax. Just like, that is a great quote. <laughs> yeah, see, see, it kind of it kind of would ruin it if I gave you the the oncoming yeah. apocalypse, drowning in blood statements. Yeah. <laughs> that, was so, a, that was a good time to drop it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> so, so Zafin started off okay. He yeah. started off just just kind of megalomaniac, a little, little, little crazy in that sense, but he didn't. He wasn't chaosy. He was yet. trying to. He was trying to do good. He was the road to hell is paved mm-hmm. with good intentions. So, with their assassination attempt failed, we 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 pan <laughs> the camera over to the Imperium. Mm-hmm. The Imperium has seen Vrax's fall and must yeah. determine a response. Uh, Vrax is a massive armory world for the Militarum. And it cannot be destroyed. It must yeah, you, be retaken. I was going to say, you can't exterminate us that planet. It's it's too important as an armory world. Like, you can't just blow it up and be like, well, start over somewhere new. It's like, bro, that's eight million people and an armory. You <laughs> you got you to gotta retake it, right? Uh, ab- absolutely. You, you really need to retake it. Uh, because the defenses around the Eye of Terror, especially, like, you need to bring it back to the fold soon. Or else... Mm-hmm. Dark power specifically might strike farther out to the Eye of Terror, and then more war bands would gather, and then the bloodshed, slaughter, so on. Said in yeah. 10 years from now, perhaps, the loss of Vrax might even be the spark that ignites a new Black Crusade. Oof. Like, it must, it must be retaken. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Their first attempt was an orbital blockade. Or their first okay. idea was an orbital blockade. Because Exterminatus does not work. No, um, can't do it. Uh, bombing it from orbit doesn't also work either. Uh, yeah. There are a couple ant- defenses on the planet, for one, but also the defensive batteries are so entrenched, it's just really difficult to properly uh, get that oh, set yeah, up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if they did an orbital blockade, it would they say they would be able to starve them out in about 500 years. Not, not <laughs> worth it. Not worth it. <laughs> that was their first attempt. Their first idea was let's starve them out for the next 500 years. This is them thinking of ideas. Okay. That's going to be like, bad idea. Next. So the other idea they had was a siege. Land large oh. scores of uh, people on the planet and slowly break them down to take maybe... 12 or so years to take it back. That's and better than 500. So that's what they decided to go with. And with this, they made the 88th Siege Army. This was formed almost entirely from our boys, the Death Corps of Krieg. Hey, let's go. Uh, ran dig, by dig Lord. Those trenches, man. Oh, yeah. It's all about <laughs> long grinding attrition warfare mm-hmm. artillery and trenches and they that is and, and they'll probably die in the process so they're just like cool as the krieg man. krieg specialty mm-hmm. unwinnable and fights. this this was given in command to by lord commander zulka uh, whose great-grandfather once served with the lord commander of the imperium Oh. Um, or sorry, Lord Command, Lord Commander Solar of Terra. What Leontis' position is? Hmm. Um, he wasn't the most experienced of generals, but he had a great family name, and with a little political pressure, he had a large staff assigned to him. 
to prep for the siege of Vrax. And yes, as Shai said, um, a lot of Kriegsman fame came from this story. This is like the Krieg oh, story. The Krieg. Oh, sorry. Wrong. Oh, yeah. Build Ooh, the trenches. The trenches. Yeah, I'm going to dig them. Dig them. Even if I die, it makes me happy. <laughs> No one can judge uh, me but the God Emperor himself. Yeah. So, so most Krieg fanboys. Well, I don't. I don't know if I want to say fanboys. Just, just most people that enjoy most Krieg enjoyers uh, found this to be like the story that was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, babe, oh yeah. P- pretty much, this is like one of the stories <clears throat> that really popularized Krieg mm-hmm. uh, and, and made them like. If you are a fan of the Death Corps of Krieg, there's a good chance you you have heard or read this story before. Um, <laughs> much like if you are like me, who is a fan of the Night Lords, there's a good chance you got that way because of the trilogy. The trilogy, right? So, so the Krieg are going to go hard here, and they're going to do work. Apparently, I mean, this is their this is their specialty. Yeah, I was going to say if this is the story that makes everybody fall in love with the Krieg, they must go absolutely ham. So, then came the logistics, right? It was oh actually rather simple. How many men to dig this trench? How many meters of ground to capture the stronghold? How many guns need to destroy an enemy trench line? You know, just, you're going yeah. to need more manpower than that's on Vrax overall, just because of the nature of how sieges work. But give me the right number of men, and you know, I'll take it in how much time I need. Yeah, they're mathing it out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the Vrax army down on Vrax, mob violence escalated planet wide. Most turncoats from the Imperium were given high ranks in the Cardinal's new army to, you know, enforce obedience. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deacon Mamum oversight led to the training of their new army because they need to learn how to defeat the Imperium's return attacks. The the traitors of the God Emperor, uh, in order to strike out against the true enemy. Th- that's mm. the whole thing. Is they still believe they're doing this for the Emperor? Eesh, man. All right. They they believe the Imperium have become corrupted by chaos or like by dark powers. All right. All right. All right. You the sh- sure that's okay. It's yeah. It's civil war. Yeah. Um. So immediately minefields were laid. Razor wire was rolled out, artillery was practiced, <laughs> ranges built, you know, Vrax was well-prepared and well-armed. Oh, yeah, um, they're armed to the teeth, because that's what they do. And Cardinal Zaphin was basically saying, I brought the word of the Emperor to Vrax, and anyone who takes issue with my interpretation of those words will find only death. Oh, <laughs> God. He's just, he's just, he just keeps getting worse and worse, doesn't he? All right. I was, I was ki- almost killed once. I will not happen again. <laughs> as I for the Kriegsmen, as for the Kriegsmen and the Army of the Imperium, it was mostly long-range weaponry. Small mortars, medium mortars, big mortars, Medusa siege guns, quad launchers, earth shaker cannons, and bombards. Wow. Lots of infantry and tanks were brought along in case needed, but for the most part, it is cannons. And a lot of them. So what you're saying is this story is canon? 
to the forty k is is a it's a canon story. Right? It's, see what I did there? Me, me, <laughs> me. When DK makes jokes, <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny joke. Continue uh, telling me about this canon story. It was there are many canons. Mm. Uh, and Vrax as a planet was a barren, drab planet. Even before Imperial occupation, it had a layer of ancient volcanic dust, was bare and rocky, quite warm, uh, but with violent electrical storms that happened often daily, immediately followed by sudden downpours of rain. <laughs> so you now have one of the most ashen, drab, rocky planets that will then often daily become a, a mud fest that will make you incredibly slow to move. It's strange, because like as soon as you said that, I was like, oh man, this planet sounds like it sucks. And then my next thought was like, oh, this is like a Kriegsman, Kriegsman's wet dream. Like, this is, they love this shit. Like, they're, they're they must be the so happy about it. <laughs> yeah, all, all you need is some, some just earth-shattering radiation, and they're right at home. So... The landing began shortly after. 200,000 Kriegsmen marched onto Vrax with the heavy artillery they brought with them. Uh, Cardinal, uh, Cardinal Zaphon actually had no real ships, so he couldn't really challenge the new fleet. And they landed with no issue. They created many bases of operation, dug trenches, added minefields, and it all went unanswered. Zaphon's forces did not attempt to stop them. They simply dug themselves in deeper. Okay. Uh, the required resources for a full 12-year war were then deployed, and it took almost a year of setup and preparation before they were genuinely ready to fight, including wow. dropping half a million laborers and penal colony men to allow for building transport systems, railways, and other large vessels. Wow. An entire year they were just doing setup and prep work? Hey, man, sieges take a while. That's true. You this basically need massive, to build a base. True, and this is a massive siege on a, on a planet that has how many, 8 million uh, infantry people that are armed to the teeth with tanks? So, yeah, okay, yeah. I, actually, I guess it's kind of surprising that it only took a year to prepare for something like that. So, then... The first locomotive set off carrying men and guns to the first forward depot. And now that they were a little bit under 100 kilometers away, they would march the rest. Uh, Logistics were ready, and the plan was simple. A repeated offensive on two separate fronts. There are three defensive lines outside of of, um, the citadel of Vrax. I need to grab the photo of this real quick. Uh, didn't didn't Shai just put up the photo of Vrax? Different photo. That is the Citadel oh. of Vrax. Oh, okay. Uh, this one would be... Here we go. This is the general concept. The Citadel is that tiny thing in the center. Oh, right. in the center oh, okay. point. Mm-hmm. So, the idea is that you needed to get through that first red defensive line. Because right. that would be the best way for the enemy to hit you with counterattacks. Flank you, go around the sides, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you move through that first line quick, very fast, Blitzkrieg style, you could mainly not deal with too many counterattacks. Then mm-hmm. you can really take your time with that second defensive line, moving your way through, slowly grinding forward to, uh, to force them into their hole. And then when you're at that third defensive <clears throat> line, you set up 
10,000 Earthshaker cannons. Yeah. And you uh, just do your work. I was going to say, once once you're close enough, you can just you, you set up shop and you just go. And you just go to town on them. And you just slow grind them out. And yeah. Because at that point, like, they're not going anywhere. You, you've got the upper hand on them. So blast them out. And uh, really, that was the end goal of the siege. Fast through mm-hmm. the first, slow through the second, turn them into a crater. <laughs> it, that, yeah, sure. Good plan, good plan, good plan. I like it, I like it. And with that, at the uh, dawn, at the first light of dawn on the horizon, the uh, all the men and women of Krieg, it's mostly men because of the cloning thing. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But regardless, they all prepped themselves up, and the Vox crackled to life. It signals authentic, sir. Message reads, proceed. All gunnery crews, open fire. And that will end today's episode. No shot! This this is going to be like a trilogy, man. There's a lot. Ah, I was anxiously waiting for the next part. It was all set up. The first shot has Mm. been fired. The first... Shell has been loaded. The first salvo. Oh man! Damn. Uh, the the setup is important. The Zafin's thing. You 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 have you have been, been blue balled. I have been blue. The balls they are blue. Damn it! Owie, owie, owie! My owie, balls. Owie. Also, I'm trying to. Remember, what was the name of the Krieg guy that got cloned in the Krieg book? I want to say Jurgen, but I don't think that's right. Because I think Jurgen is Kane's uh, Kane's yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, I think you might be right. But because yeah, because that's what they imply at the end of the Krieg book, right? Is that every Kriegsman is a clone of that one really important Krieg dude, right, or something? That was the that was the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Damn. the uh, it's yeah. I mean, this is the. I mean, I think that Krieg book came mm. out after the Siege of Rax. The Siege of Rax books don't have. Yurtin, thank you. Yurtin, Yurtin, not Yurgen. Right, 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 right. Gotcha. I was close. Yeah, yeah. And it sounded uh, right, too, but yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yes, that is all after. Uh, right mm, now, okay. we're, in, we're in full-on full on siege murder mode. Hell yeah. Love me love me some good Krieg stuff. Love love those Krieg. All right, cool. I'm, I'm excited for the next uh, episode. Also, oh man, love it when we do trilogy episodes because I don't have to worry about quotes for two more weeks. You didn't ah, have to worry about it. a quote for this week either. Well, yeah, but this week is over. So now I, next two weeks, I don't know what to, I don't know what to Also, I, I, I got to say that that quote drop right in the middle was... That was that was the cream. That was great. The cream. That was that was great. I don't know. I love that. Oh, so so this is like a full on book. This isn't just I like think, a, I think a, this is multiple books. Oh, I thought it was just like one of those uh, stories that they put in like the codexes or something. Like no, I, so, I thought so, it was just like a long story that would be in like the Krieg codices or something. I believe that this is multiple books. Shy oh, gave okay. me an Imperial Armory compendium that is like 150 pages of oh, like okay. all of it condensed into 150 pages. So I'm basically oh. I am giving you the condensed version of the condensed version and we are still <laughs> doing three episodes. <laughs> Whoa. All right, cool. I mean, so far I'm I, I'm I am at the edge of my seat wanting for more. So well done. 
Yay, us. Mm. With that being said, ah, shit. Wow. Um, see you next um, week, everybody. Yeah, That's see you the next end week, of the episode. Everybody. Wow. Uh, bye.